You're listening to episode number three of The Grace-Filled CEO. Welcome to The Grace-Filled CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Dalberry, an online business manager for creatives who are scaling their business while focusing on what matters to them. I'm so excited to bring an honest and energizing take on being a CEO while you raise your family. In case no one has told you recently, it's possible to rock at both. Every episode will include actionable steps that will encourage and empower you to build a business that supports your family and that thrives through systems, strategy, and most importantly, heart. Join me on this journey to becoming a grace-filled CEO. I am pumped about this episode because it is all about productivity and getting your booty moving after a conference. I think we can all agree that conferences are great. They can be so life-giving and energetic, and sometimes so much so that afterwards we crash. Our brains and bodies are so tired while simultaneously spinning with all the ideas and things to implement. Today, I'm going to share the top three actions I take after I attend a conference that get me an immediate return on my investment. I might even share some high-level pro tips for organizing the chaos that is our brains. Do I have you hooked yet? Let's get to it. This episode is sponsored by my deep, deep love for ClickUp, a project management software that can not only help plan your projects, but get more done, provide reports, automation, and so much more. I seriously love it so much and highly recommend it. If you want to check it out, head over to my website, jilliandalberry.com resources to learn more. All right now, let's get to the show. Y'all, I just got home from an amazing conference. For the past five years, I have attended the Business Boutique Conference in Nashville, Tennessee. It's a quick drive for me, which is great. But more than that, the reason why I keep going back is that every year I learn something new about myself. God always reveals something new to me, and I learn something that takes my business to the next level. That is a conference where I gladly say, take my money year after year. Aside from the conference experience, which is always top-notch, there are always amazing speakers, some that I expect to be amazing and some that really surprise me. I'm a learning junkie. I want to soak up all the things from people who are smarter than me. So I'm taking millions of notes in the -the fill-in-the-blank areas, but also in the margins. My workbooks look like an ink bomb went off in them, no joke. For years, I would leave feeling so energized and then drive home, and my brain is always churning, and by the time I get home, I worry I will lose all of the million-dollar ideas I had, and sometimes I do. This year was different, though. This year, I knew I needed space afterward to process all that I had learned. I also knew that this was an opportunity for me to take that much-needed CEO time and take care of myself as well as my business. What I want to share with you is what I did within 24 hours after the conference to propel my business forward and get an immediate return on my investment. The first thing I do is I download. I literally download any pictures of slides that I took on my phone or any freebies, lead magnets I found interesting. I file them away in a task or a resource folder called the name of the conference I went to and what year it was. So, for example, what I did this year was Business Boutique Conference 2021. I also downloaded the names, contact info, and Instagram handles of people I wanted to stay connected with. 
This could be someone you personally connected with, someone you want to nurture as a lead, collaborate with, learn or purchase from. I pull them in the same place because they will be forever associated with that event in my brain. So when I recall that person who sells the thing that I need or offers the service that I need, I know where to find it. Just a little pro tip here. I heard someone share this years ago and it changed everything for me in attending conferences. In your notebook, because if you aren't taking notes of some sort, what are you doing? But in your notebook, use a tagging system to know what you want to do with the information you're consuming. This could look like icons or little doodles or starring something. For me, I put a question mark with a circle around it for all the questions that I have. I put a check mark with a circle around it for all the tasks or to-dos I need to move to my list. I put a star next to something I want to come back to or think on, like a big concept that I may not have had time to fully process yet. I put a small book with a circle around it to know that it's a book I need to add to my wish list. I put a little light bulb for the ideas that I have, and the list goes on. When you do this, go back through your notebook after each day and categorize these things. Put them in the same place with the slide pictures and your connections. And like I said before, it helps to have all of these things in the same place. A task is really helpful when you're in a project management system, but a resource folder is also really good. So that way you're able to hold all of those things together and come back to when you have the time and capacity to do so. Next, you are going to prioritize. Prioritize the tasks that you need to complete. Prioritize the ideas, to-dos, the people to follow up with, the books you want to read, the research you want to do, etc. Not everything is the most important, so figure out what is and then move to the next phase. So you may be thinking like, why don't you plan first and then prioritize? And that's a great question. Ultimately, you can swap those if that's what makes sense for you. But if you are into saving yourself some energy like me, then setting priorities first will be the way to go. Otherwise, you're spending the time planning things that may never be a top priority. Here's the thing. Just because it feels urgent doesn't mean it's important. And while you may have one million ideas, all you need is one good one. Don't put pressure on yourself to plan out 10 ideas you had in a day and a half. Lastly, as I previously mentioned, you're going to want to plan. Pick your top one to three ideas. And that number kind of depends on how big they are. Think about your capacity here. And plan them out step by step. Starting with an idea and making actionable steps to get there is worth its weight in gold. This is something my clients all love getting help with. If you have a team, involve them in this. They will think of things that you won't. If you don't have a team, ask a few business friends or trusted friends or at least share their feedback with you on what you may be missing or how to make that idea better. We are better together, so when we can cheer each other on and collaborate, we have won already. We make each other better. Iron sharpens iron. Something to think about as you plan. Let the first round be really messy. Jot down all the ideas, all over the board, with things marked out, random arrows, the whole messy, glorious thing. Then I want you to categorize. Maybe it's through who can help you do it, or stages, or phases, or timeline. Start to break it up into smaller pieces, and then rinse and repeat a few more times until you have specific tasks assigned to people who will accomplish them and win. As an OBM, this is something that gets my juices flowing. It's the mess to organization thrill that we live for. At the end of the day, you are creative. And sure, not all creatives are good at this, but more importantly, not all creatives want to do this. 
This is where having some help in your business and collaboration with people with different gifts can really serve you in taking your business to the next level. So I encourage you, find some people who you can really trust with this information. I think that there's a stigma out there that if it's business related, we have to keep it close to the chest and we shouldn't share it because someone's going to steal our ideas or that information is going to be compromised by sharing it with other people or we're going to get opinions and suggestions that aren't in alignment with our ultimate goal. And it's true. Sometimes those things can happen, but that should never keep us from collaborating because like I said, we are better together. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. I'm so grateful you're here and would love to connect with you. After you subscribe to the show, come hang out with me on Instagram at Jillian Dalberry. See you there.